Welcome to the Metal Forge. I am Mark Jackson, your host, and tonight I'm going to be pounding out the best in mobile metal for you guys. And if you've got a request, all you've got to do is send it to Mark at WCHQFM.com. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is Thursday. It is 7 p.m. It is time for the Metal Forge. And usually I have a guest coming in, and he is not here yet, but he will soon be here. It is Stitch from the God Awfuls, and he's going to be talking about some upcoming stuff with them. They just put out a new album with Push Start last month. And yeah, we're going to play some tunes, shoot the crap crap as i say <laughs> and we're gonna have a, a damn good time and i'm gonna be playing like i said i'll be playing some music hope everybody's doing well on therby uh yeah i'm not a big fan of that word so uh so anyways let's kick this start let's kick start this off right with new bravado sun and moon from the 2015 album of the same name this is again new bravado <laughs>
local bass player Carl Webb Jr. has seemed to have disappeared from band practice from the band Poetry of the Dead. They've been looking for him for a month now. So if anybody sees Carl Webb Jr., make sure you send him a message and tell him to get back to uh, Jason William Allen from Poetry of the Dead and, and show up to band practice. Show up to band practice, Carl. Come on. Come on, man. Here's Poetry of the Dead with Blame. Thank you, guys. Wonder who's to blame? You see the pain inside. 
right, that's Fingernails with Way to the Suns. Before that, Great Floods with 1937 here on Numbers Night on the Metal Forge. And before that, Hot Prowlers with Never Love Again. And I just had the guest show up. Ladies and gentlemen, Stitch from the God Awfuls. How are you doing, pal? Good. How are you, Mark? Oh, I am doing amazing. I uh, you know, I'm enjoying this this nice Thurby rainy weather. <laughs> right. You know, I, I I love a mud horse. Yeah. When it comes down to stuff like that. Well, it's supposed to rain for Derby, right? I, absolutely. Yeah, it's supposed to rain a little bit in the afternoon. I think they said, and a little bit tomorrow. And I don't think we've actually had a dry Derby for a while. It's been a, a mudder the last couple of years, at least. So. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that isn't that the uh, history of it? It's. Uh... Yeah, I think it goes for like mud for like years straight, and then there's like one or two dry ones, and then it goes mud. Right. Again, it's like yeah, you only get a break or two. So yeah. So you all released an album back on April the fifth, right? At uh, Spinelli's downtown, we did with Push Start, which are some friends of mine. They, they oh, we love Push Start, absolutely. I, I do too. I've known known those people for so long, and, and they're all cool. And oh, such good. I, I actually uh, did my little van over ritual today. I know the uh, he he likes the Goodwill stores. Yeah. So when I was at lunch on work, at my work today, I, I stopped at the Goodwill store and I was like, <laughs> I should text Van over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So High Risk Choices right. is the name of this album. Yes. And I'm going to show this to the people watching in Facebook land. And we were going to get this loaded into the system, but there's some uh, little bleeps and sweeps and oh, stuff yeah. that need to be put in because oh. it's not entirely... Radio friendly, is that is that that's correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we didn't really. We never things really just thought happen. About that. Things just happen. It comes out the way it comes out. Exactly. Yeah. So what is? And again, I haven't heard any of this. Um, is there a is there a favorite song for for you on here? Well, it kind of it kind of changes, you know. Like I'll get stuck on one for a little while or whatever. Or whatever. But you know, I mean, for us, we you know we play them and. Hear them so much. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? Some are more fun to play. Some are more fun to listen to. That kind of thing, you know. So, uh, listening, what would be your favorite to listen to? Well, Just out of know, curiosity. All right. I guess uh, Velvet Elvis. I, I tend to listen to that a lot. It's more of a sing along, you know. I like the title after that one. <laughs> What's that? No, oh, you can't say oh. on the air. Oh, I can't say that on <laughs> no, the air? Okay. Don't. No, yeah. unfortunately not. It's, it's the other word for strip club. Exactly. I can say that right. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, and that one, that, yeah, that, one, that one's a lot of fun, man. Honestly, it that's like a, it. yeah, it, it, it's a good one live. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun to play live, yeah. Awesome. So how did the, uh, the God Awful start, and where did you start? Cause it, Actually, that started in Murray, Kentucky. Ooh. Yeah, like 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah, right. And then, you know, it was like uh, Brad Brad came in, you know, we, we were kind of fooling with it. And then, and then Brad, the drummer, came in, you know, we'd known each other forever, uh, years before that, too. And, and when when he started playing, you know, when we, when we actually got together, that's when it really became a what thing. it is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then he moved off. We had like a thirteen year hiatus. Oh wow, that's yeah. that's a long time. Yeah, but we we never we never quit liking it or listening to the old tapes or whatever. It's why the first album's called Old Habits. So it's all the old songs that we you know I mean we just never got tired of. So and, about five and that years ago we the, started doing it again. And stuff that stands the test of time. That's where it's at. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hope it does for everybody else. It, it certainly does for us. We never, we never got tired of hearing it. I mean, he would. He lived in Waukegan, uh, 
Illinois and would call me every now and then and would be like, man, I've been listening to the old tapes. You know, we got to get together. And I'm like, dude, I know. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, did he move back? He moved back about uh, about 11 years ago. He moved back. And we, nice. we, we tried doing a cover band, which a handful of garage punks doing mm-hmm. a cover band. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm a metalhead and it doesn't work for me. No, either, so. It doesn't. But yeah. so you, you, you know, it's funny because, you know, he's in Illinois and right. the Blues Brothers and you getting the band back together. Right. Yeah. Know? So it's awesome. Yeah. We we're on a mission from God. That, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, no, technically you're on a mission from God awful. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. I, I think of these things. I see you working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the... <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, smell the burning there. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's the hamster the, wheel turning the upstairs, turning, man. <laughs> yeah. So you took a thirteen-year hiatus. Uh huh. You, yeah. you did you you had old tapes? Did you re-release those? Well, there were just I mean there were there were tapes in the style that we would record back then where we just stuck a cassette player up underneath the drum kit. You know, so they're grainy. I mean, they weren't anything that anybody else could listen to and enjoy. But, you know, I mean, uh, so the album, uh, Old Habits, was released about two years ago. Okay. Yeah. So, so we, we, you know, and you actually when we got and recorded with, it. Right. Yeah. And we, we've gone through a few bass players, but Kalen's been with us for three years and uh, he, he really, you know, fits. I mean, he's, he's a god awful. You know, I mean, it is, Absolutely. you know, and uh, and then and then he, you know, he he recorded the first album and we learned a lot, you know, and the qualities are different, you know. But, um, uh, yeah, so that's when we actually were able to make an actual album is when Kalen come along. So that's that's what Old Habits was. And it's about how many tracks? It's that one's ten. That one's yeah. ten tracks. Yeah. We didn't want to release anything less than ten tracks. No, uh, absolutely not. Yeah. And. Uh, like I said, I've only got like Greaseball and like one other song of your all's. I think you've got Drinking Alone. Something. I think that's the other one. Yeah, Drinking Alone's the one that can be played on the radio. I play Greaseball actually. Yeah, that, that one's actually uh, that one can be played. Right. So I've been playing it, uh, especially when it was coming up for your all CD release. That right. With yeah. Push Start. I was pl- I was playing the heck out of it then. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. So I really like that song. Yeah. And you know, it's actually I'm going to be playing it in the uh, second an hour tonight oh nice so looking at the time on the track it's a minute 46 which is yeah. great for for punk you know yeah. it's awesome right so by that rationale is that first album 20 minutes or <laughs> <laughs> no actually greaseball is one of the shorter Shortest. faster songs yeah um like uh, gladys is on there of course you, you can't play that on the radio but it and it's i don't know three and a half you know so they, they kind of vary. We've got one on this album that's like a minute and a half, you know. Nice. Yeah. But sometimes that's, you know, being a musician myself, sometimes that's some of the best tracks are, are bam, real short, yeah. sweet, to-the-point tracks. You well, know? you know, they, each song's a story. Exactly. It's kind of how it works. And some stories don't need to be told, you know, I mean, that long. I mean, they're, you know. Ace of Spades is two and a half minutes. That's all right. It, you know, and that's all it needs. It's a classic. And yeah, absolutely. And too, mean, too long. Too long. Sometimes you just get those face melting solos, and after a little while, you're like, "All right, get to it." It's kind of, you know, we're not Dave Matthews, man. You know, <laughs> what would you say? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just end the song. You know, uh, my band did that a few years ago. We had. Uh, you know, thirty-minute albums of like eight songs, right? And then we re- we decided to release a four-song, 
40 minute album. Okay. And yeah, everything was at least nothing was under seven and a half minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, so wow. it was a lot of it was a big undertaking. And I, I just don't have that kind of commitment. Right. To play a song. It, that it's long. <laughs> it's kind of like looking at your watch. It's right. like when when is this thing going to be over with? Damn. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, was that your phone? It was my ah, phone. It was playing one of our songs. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? That's my, yeah. A, a second ago, I can hear the street through my headphones. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody in Radio Land can hear that. But I was like, what is going on? <laughs> So one of my questions that I always like to ask musicians yeah. that come in, well, I've even asked um, visual artists the same thing. And with visual art, it's a little it's a little bit different because you don't have you don't have the medium per se like with film or yeah. or music. But if there was one song or an album that you said, "Damn, I wish I had either written that or recorded that," what would it be? Hmm. Something that has meant something to you that you wish you had either written or recorded. Oh, wow. That's a pretty heavy question to drop on me, Mark. Can I come back to that one? Yeah. Can we put a pin in that? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Let me stew on that for a minute. Yeah. That's a really good question. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of... A lot of Stone songs. I was just like, really wish I could... Mine was Aqualong, actually. Okay. Yes. Yes. You know, the the concept, not concept album is... Yeah. Ian Anderson was blamed for writing a concept album. And he goes, that's not a concept album. If you want a concept album, I'll give you a concept album. And wrote Thick as a Brick. Huh. So. (laughs) But no, there's so many songs on there that mean something to me. Like uh, my favorite, one of my favorite songs of all time is possibly Wind Up. Yeah. And just lyrically ingenious. Yeah. so absolutely. The other question, since we're going to come back to this, put the pen yeah. in it. And yeah, we're coming back to come it. Come back. The other question I like to ask is, everybody's seen Spinal Tap, I wish. Yeah. Ever, I wish should everybody have. should have seen. Yes. yes. Uh, is there one or a few like outrageous Spinal Tap moments that you have said that there is no blanking way possible this is happening to me? <laughs> Uh, uh, pass. (laughs) So some people have them. Some people have them sitting in this room. Actually, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. Okay. Or or you get like the. And yeah, with the, with the like the uh, speakers messing up. And yeah, I'm totally, t- I'm totally calling that. Yeah, the <laughs> interviews where they're just you know fumbling over the words. And oh yeah. yeah, they got no idea. Yeah, when they when actually, they I'll come up with brilliant up. answers to these tomorrow. Nice, how that'll work. Out. <laughs> That's I'll, be, I'll be driving down the road. And I was like, oh man, yeah. I should have said that. Oh, that was it's perfect. Like, why did I say the black <laughs> album? No, <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh no, the back, the last one. Okay, yeah, the first question I passed on: uh, Murder Ballads by Nick Cave. I would have loved to have done that. That's Absolutely. great. Uh, any uh, is it just one of those things that you could pop on at any time and listen to it, or is it yeah. any one song or anything? It's you- the album, you know how how the theme. As a matter of fact, we do have um, we do have a theme, and, and the songs are some of the songs are split up on these albums, and we're still writing some of the others. But the, the whole idea of an album having a theme. Right, like we want to, like on this album we got Nikki No Good. On the last one we've got um, uh, 
classified information and most dangerous man in the world. And what we want is to have an album that is in a brown manila envelope on a seven inch record. It's four or five songs, and, and it just says confidential stamped across the front, and it's the secret agent man files. That's awesome. Yeah. You should not have told me that. Ah, I should have just done it. You should have just done it. Well, but the album but the actually you, split up into the albums, you know. So. Right. But the interesting thing is that's something to build to. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I always, you know, I always ask people, uh, you know, what medium do you like to put out on? Obviously, you know, cost effectiveness is CDs or digital now. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, and vinyl's so expensive. It is. Um but I always like to plug these people on the show because they do really good work. Turnaround time is a little bit long, but okay. there is a, a place in Shepherdsville called Palomino Records. Yeah. They're very cost effective. Uh-huh. But like I said, the turnaround time, you know, if you want to put your album out six months from now and you know that's when you want to put it out, right. do it that way. Is that right? Yeah, because they've, they've got a pretty big turnaround because yeah. there's one guy and he does everything. Okay, right. So yeah, so he's swamped. He is. Yeah, and but they do great work. They put out Stonecutters albums. Oh yeah, they've put out. Um, I played a, a track from one earlier. It's a new bravado. They uh-huh. put their stuff out. Um, I believe they've done some stuff for Satellite Twin. Oh wow, yeah. So yeah, uh, like the uh, Eastwood Records stuff. Okay, so they. I know they've used them. So yeah. in the past, do so, they do vinyl? They make. They make. Yeah, records? that's what they do. They. It's they're strictly vinyl. They're strictly vinyl. Yeah, Palomino Records. Yeah, we need to. I need to figure that out. Yeah, I'd love to have a record. Uh, and rumor has it that there was a company that was going to start doing it, but they haven't yet, and that's been a couple of years in the making. So. Okay, Crosley. I wish they would. Wish they would do it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, no if doubt. you're if you're out there listening, people from Crosley, you should do that. You should totally do because that. because Louisville needs that market. They do because shipping vinyl is ridiculous. Is that what's so expensive about? It, is the shipping? It's shipping is one thing. Yeah, the actual production with making masters is the other. You know, okay. Because most places, if you supply your masters, that's like three hundred bucks off your price immediately. Really? Mm-hmm. So, really. Wow. Maybe maybe uh, look into being able to make your own master, and yeah. but then you'd be able to do it yourself, anyways. I guess so. so. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know how they made this album. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we had somebody else do this one for us. Uh, you know, we 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 sat, we spent a weekend, two weekends in a trailer in the middle of nowhere with well, our. It, the production is awesome on it. It's uh, it's actually a produced album. It has a booklet with a staple with staples in it. Yeah, you know, or is it? No, no, no it's, it's a fold out. Oh, it is fold. Yeah, ah, got all the lyrics in it. You know, uh, there's a there's a special place break. in heaven for people that put the lyrics in. Uh, yes, there is. I've, I've always, I've always, anytime I got a new album, I would. Uh, it is very awesome. I would sit down and and read the lyrics as I listen to it. You know, right to, to fully it's, absorb it. It's, you know, it's like follow the bouncing ball. Exactly, you know? and it, it's yeah. a good thing to have that because one of the things that I've always. You know, Ben is, you know, I've always wanted to put lyrics in there as a musician as well. Right. Of course, cost effectiveness of album production and everything, that's a big thing with it. Yeah. But like, you know, finding the lyrics to, you know, there's a bathroom on the right type stuff. Exactly. You know, misheard lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Misheard, misunderstood lyrics that 
that doesn't need to happen. <laughs> yeah, you know? you know, especially in punk rock because like you play live and and they're just smiling and nodding. You know what I mean? They dig the music. They're not catching the words. It's very rare that that uh, the sound guys got you in a way that people can actually hear the lyrics. And you spend enough time writing a song, and that the and you and you take the time to make the song make sense. People should know what you're saying. You Absolutely, know? and I think about ninety nine point nine seven. Five percent of the time when I go to a punk show, it's balls to the wall, blaring loud, yep. and the vocals are buried in under the mix a little bit. So, right, and it's all guitar, right, and, and, and yeah, and, and drums. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely, I know how it is. Yeah. So when is your next show? Um, we're playing with Tiger Sex at the Careless Lounge with Push Start. Um, May twenty fourth. May twenty fourth. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll definitely put that in the calendar and plug the show as it comes up. Thank so, you. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're because, excited. We've we've never we've always wanted to play with Tiger Sex and we've wanted to play with Careless Lounge since we saw it and so you know right two firsts absolutely know. and you know we need more good venues in town really yeah yeah because there's been so many crappy ones but serviceable. Yeah, mind you, but you know we need good venues. We need good turnouts for for shows, for which sure. is why you know uh, back over here, I'm promoting a show as well with Push Start and White Knight and Atomic Thrill right at the Mag Bar. Yeah, uh, coming up on May the 11th. Yeah, so I'll be playing some of those guys later in the show. So, uh, so anyways, let's let's check this really fast. I got to get into the concert view here, and uh, we're gonna see what's going around town tonight. All right. So let's check that, and then we'll come back with a song, and then we'll come back and talk some more. All right. Have have fun. Neat. You know, it's it's derby. <laughs> it's time to get it going. Yeah. Traffic's getting crazy. Yeah. Let's check out the concert view. Time for the WCHQ Concert View. A service of w Sorry about that. Uh, this is Nazgul by Crypto Kim. It didn't even play the concert view. Sorry.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. That was Nazgul by Crypticam. Love that song from the 2015 Gateways EP. Wow, I don't know what happened with the concert view there. It just started and then all of a sudden was, blah, meddling out. <laughs> so, again, the I have Stitch in the studio from the God Awfuls with High Risk Choices. Um, so what else is what else is going on? I mean, y'all, y'all have got it. When did you say your name? You didn't really say when the next show was other than the Tiger Sex show. Yeah. Do you have anything after that? Um, after that, uh, we yeah we don't have anything until like the end of June after ah. that where uh, we're doing a weekend with Lazy A Destroyer. Can I say A? Lazy S Destroyer? Okay, thanks. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can actually say that. Okay, all right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we're doing a weekend with them. I think we them. actually play them on here. Do so. you? Yeah. yeah, we're doing our Getting Yucky in Kentucky Nice. Tour, which we we do weekends with them every so often because we've known those guys for a while and we just love them, you know. And uh, and they're wild. So you when you do a, a weekend with them, it's a party. You know? <laughs> hey, sometimes it's got to be, you know. Yeah, it's, you know, it's got to be. Got to be about it, you know, about the music, about the experience. Yeah, because that's all we have in life is experience to get deep on people here. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and and that's kind of, you know we 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 like to party. Absolutely. You know, and we and it's it's all about having fun. <laughs> you say we like to party, and it makes me want to play a sound bite that I have here. So I'm going to play oh, yeah? it really fast. It's about a minute long. Woo! I dress myself in <laughs> Thanks for Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! Oh, nice. Woo! I dress myself in hundred dollar pleated slacks. Who made this coat? Hugo. Nah, no more. <laughs> no more Rick. <laughs> oh. He likes to party too, they say. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's gonna be a pretty cool show. I'm definitely gonna be coming to the Careless Lounge for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna be great. Yeah. I've never I've never seen Tiger Sexy. You haven't? No. So Oh that's to. that's an experience. Is it? Oh man. I, yeah. Yeah, they're wild. I've heard that it is. So oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's exciting. Well see, and my guys, you know, uh, uh Brad and Kalen, you know, they, they live in western Kentucky. And generally like I, you know, I moved up here three years ago and I, you know, and I moved up here, you know, me and my kids moved here so we could, you know, go out and do stuff like that. And, and, uh, it's kind of hard for them, you know, as much as we practice and, and, you know, when we're busy, we we're busy, you know? Right. So like, they don't really get to just go to shows. So generally when there's a band that I'm blown away by, I'll just start fishing and try to book a show with them because that's the best way to watch th- them. Yeah. For them to see it, you know? Uh, so I've been chasing after, uh, doing a show with tiger sex for about three years oh my gosh yeah yeah wow. it's kind of hard to pin down you know <laughs> it sounds so. def- definitely sounds like it so. right right well with work schedules and whatnot you know i mean sometimes it's difficult for uh to get the guys over here you know understandable so. especially with it being you know with them being in western kentucky or anything right, like that right and you know going from here to there to um to practice yeah, that's that can be a lot, you know. I, I've right. been there, you know. I know people who have come from like three, four hours away to practice. Yeah. I know plenty of bands that do it. Um, that's actually the situation with the band that was supposed to play tonight. That you, you know, when they canceled yeah. last last Friday on me, and I was like, "Damn, what am I going to do?" Right. And I'm glad you were like, "Hey, I'd be up for it." And sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's their issue. Is they had a two members that live out of out of state essentially Mm -hmm. and they flew in yesterday to practice for a tour that they start tomorrow oh wow (laughs) so and that's like 15 days or 
something like that. So, right. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely understand that. Yeah. yeah Hopefully we can tough. get them back in the studio soon, but yeah. when it, whenever it happens, it happens. And, you know. Uh, <laughs> it does make it harder, you know. I mean, because I'm the one that moved. So I have to drive for practice, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, But there's a lot more going on here than there is in Western Kentucky. I mean, there's like nothing, you know? Really? Paducah has like one venue, and they've got some really good bands, but they only play like three or four times a year. Right, because and, of that, because of the flood, flooding the market. Right. Absolutely, I, yeah. I definitely understand that. So, Right. I forgot to uh, switch over the feed here. <laughs> Being unprofessional, screwing around with the Facebook live feed. I'm sitting, we're sitting here talking and everything. And yeah, you can you can wave to the camera. It's right here. Oh, hey, hey, look. <laughs> oh, so when you as a band, do you you play guitar? Yeah. Where I messed up and said on the Facebook page that I was having the bassist come in, and you got Terrible. all offended Terrible. because like. <laughs> You know, because I'm a bassist, you know. Oh yeah, I no. didn't count the strings on your uh, on well, your instrument. Well, there's so. only there's only five on your guitar. Yeah, I never learned to play right. You know what I mean, proper or whatever. And uh, um, I, you know, to play guitar has only been for god awfuls anyway. Well, you know, you know, the interesting thing is Max Cavalera only plays on a four string guitar. Is that right? But it is not a bass. It's actually a four string guitar. Right. Back on some tour, he he broke two strings on a show, and they couldn't afford them, and he just played on E A D and G ever since. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah I broke the <laughs> I broke the tuning key off the high E on uh, the guitar I learned on, and then when yeah, I finally yeah, got yeah. another guitar, we had a gig coming up, uh, you know, years and years ago, and and I was like, well, I need to learn to play right, and uh, then I was like, but we got a gig coming up, Fooey. You know, I'll just take the string off, and it's just stayed like that. Well, so I, I, I mean, yeah, you, sometimes. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing is it's it's your thing. You yeah. know, that's you know as much as Max's is his thing. You know, you right. You develop not necessarily a brand, but you develop a a, a signature out of it. Right. Because there's no high E ring. Yeah. You know that for the most part is always there unless you're. You know, Weedle soloing. Oh, yeah. No. And, uh, which, you know, not in <laughs> punk music. But I've been surprised sometimes. Sure, you know, but, yeah. But for the most part, I mean, you know, there's no there's no real thing about it. So that's, well, that's mean, actually kind of cool to me. Well, you know, it does. Because we like to do covers every now and then, you know. The, I like the idea of covers because it reigns in the uh, people out in the crowd that aren't necessarily there for punk rock, you know what I mean? Or got drugged there by their boyfriend or whatever another, you know, and... Uh, but it, it it does limit things, you know. Like um, we used to do uh, "Gut Feeling" by Devo until my daughter learned how to play guitar, and then she showed me one day I was playing it wrong, and then I just couldn't do it because I didn't have the high E, you know. So she was yeah. like, "Dad, you suck." That's this is how this song goes. That was a it? real moment, you know. Wow, <laughs> that's hardcore. Yeah, they get big so fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Huh. You, I was punk before you were born. I know. I was like, who are you talking to? Yeah. 
But she was you, right. So you got that was owned. The worst part of it. Yeah. You got owned on that yeah. one. <laughs> so one one venue in Paducah, and, right? And four shows a year, one each quarter. Yeah, I mean, and it's a great it, venue, but it, it, you know, it's kind of hard to get on there. And and like I said, the bands are great, but they they don't really tour or do much. You know, it's is like, that where like so, the regional, uh, the like the baby nationals, as they're called, is that the one place that they go to around that area? The baby nationals. Yeah, like uh, somebody who's not doing like a full nationwide tour. You know, like somebody who's like in between being a local and playing like the Palace Theater. Oh yeah, well no, not really. I mean, it, it's Paducah Beer Works, and it's it's a really good venue, but uh, it's, but no major. It's kind of hard to get on. It's kind of um, it's kind of weird to make you sign this crazy form and really yeah, like no, a performance right? agreement kind of thing. Yeah, ah uh, no, well it's like. It's Paducah. Come on. What are you, are you going to sit here and you're going to say, uh, you know, you could play here on June the 15th, <laughs> but you can't book any shows three weeks before or after. Oh, it's all this crazy stuff. <laughs> and and, and you got to promote the, you know, you got to promote it really hard to wake that town up enough to go, hey, there's something you could go do right. on a Friday or Saturday night. Without but, looking at the phone or the yeah, computer or anything But else. when the, lo- the, the local bands down there, they, they do a show. It's a, it's a big show. So you try to get in on that, but then they'll just pull their local bands. And, you know, other than that, you go down there and you play for the people you brought with you. So, no, you know, there's really nothing in Western Kentucky at all, you know. Right. And the same thing goes for Eastern Kentucky, I've heard, too. So Yeah, well, Somebody, yeah. Uh, I'm going to mention this really fast. And uh, I, this is the Metal Forge, and you are listening to 100.9 FM, or you're watching on the Facebook live stream. It's WCHQ. And that, that hot bald dude is Stitch from the god-awful ah. Samantha Jensen. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> When when you and we got kind of got sidetracked here, uh, but the question I was going to ask is, um, when you, how does the songwriting process work for you as a as an individual and as a band? And you come up with an idea, you throw it at your buddies, and then they. Well, I get the, I get the logistics of that. Okay, but right. I mean, do you? I mean, what? Do you draw influence from anywhere, usually? Do you draw influence from social media, pop, uh, popular or unpopular media? You know, uh, do you did you watch a movie and you're like, you know what? I want to write a song that, that could go good with this. Oddly, I've done that before. Yeah, oddly enough, our first album has Midian, which is uh, the city that's underneath um, the cemetery in Nightbreed. Right. Yeah. And last night, me and uh, me and my son Luke were watching um, Maximum Overdrive. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your son Luke. Yeah. Is he named after Luke, like Skywalker? Uh, George Lucas. Oh, Lucas. Even better. Yeah. I didn't say anything to his mom when we when she picked Lucas. I was like, Yeah. 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 Could, totally. He could be a genius. He could write a, yeah. a whole universe. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> so you're watching Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've been working on Stuck in the Dixie Boy. I was thinking, you know. But yeah. So yeah, that does happen. Movies, you know, and and then uh, most of them are just stories, you know. Some some are true. Most everything's fabricated, you know. But uh, you know. Kind of like a character of a you know story. of an actual event. Yeah, that's that's see that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, I, one of mine was I watched the Ten Commandments and I was like, you know, oh, yeah. whoa, oh, and I, yeah. you know, don't I don't really drink, don't do drugs or anything like that. But you know, seeing it as a kid and then watching it as an adult and kind of blown away about uh-huh. it, and you're just like, 
that would be a pretty good album, you know, to <laughs> yeah to to write that and kind of did. <laughs> yeah. So, so oh, it's, yeah. it's fun stuff. So yeah, I always like to ask. Yeah, absolutely. I always like to ask, you know, how people, you know, how they come up with their, their music. Sure. Because, yeah. you know, art is subjective, obviously, whether you, you're a painter or a musician, a filmmaker, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that. So it's always, it's always been one of the points where I like to ask. You know, the intrigue is there. Yeah, yeah. Because so. there's a lot of a lot of the greats that you wish you could ask. Oh, absolutely. That, I would love. You know? you know, I would love to interview Beethoven and say, you know, how did you do this? When you know, or, or have someone ask the question for me, obviously, because he yeah, was deaf. Sign it. Right. Sign yeah. it to him. <laughs> but you know. Hearing like reading stories about him cutting the legs off of pianos to to be able to feel the tone on yeah. on the floor, that's something to me that's like wow. Yeah, it's remarkable. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So let's give. Uh, where are we at here? Holy, holy crap! It's eight o'clock already. Wow. Is We've that why talking. you did the call letters and the? No, I was just looking around and seeing what the time was, and actually, I was doing it because somebody had asked and on the Facebook live stream. So, oh yeah, yeah. So let's. Uh, it's eight o'clock. Let's play a couple of songs. I'm going to start out here, and I'm going to play some uh, "Call Me Bronco" with four shots. It is eight o'clock. It is seventy three point six degrees, and it is the Metal Forge hour number two. And here is "Call Me Bronco" with four shots. <laughs> Watch out for speed, the first bullet turns, and the second one's for me. Watch out for 
This is Belushi Speedball. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to WCHQ on 100.9. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? 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 Are you feeling it
Metal Forge on Thursdays, 7 to 9 p.m., 100.9 FM, WCHQ. It is Mark Jackson. I am here in the studio with Stitch from the God Awfuls. And we've just been uh, playing some music, you know, keeping it lax. Nothing major. Uh, that was a uh, rifle with murder drinking for your derby. Yeah, have fun on that. Uh, before that, 12-gauge reaction for your derby. Don't break a leg. Uh, <laughs> that was Hookers. And uh, Belushi Speedball with Are You Feeling It Now, Mr. Krabs, from their new, most up and recent release. Ah, oh, my gosh. It's you're been doing, a long day. Great. Yeah, great. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> kind of tired. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I play the metal music so I can stay awake and drink all the coffee in the in the uh, station here. Yeah. So I can be a crazy madman. I always like to do like the Johnny Fever. Oh, yeah. Yank the mic and <laughs> and stuff for the Facebook Live people and everything. So, yeah. So a lot of those people probably don't even know who I was talking about when I said Johnny Fever. I know, right? <laughs> Makes me feel really old. I know. I know, yeah. It's... <laughs> I remember Johnny Fever. Oh, yeah. I love that show. It's it's good stuff. And, yeah. You know, sometimes you've got to have it. You know, you've, you've got to do stuff like that. Right. So May 24th, Tiger Sex push start at the Careless Lounge. Right. What else you got, you know? What else? Tell me some more about God Awfuls. Huh? Uh, you, you, the, the Eastern, or sorry, Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky. The Paducah. Be Padu- careful now. Paducah. Yeah. Well, no, we're, we're actually, me, me and Brad grew up in Hoptown. Hoptown? Hoptown. Do you know anything about Hoptown? No. Hopkinsville? Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, that's wow. what it is, yeah. So you're like on the border, like way out there. Yeah. Yeah, way out there. But yeah. we grew up down by the lakes in that area. Yeah, definitely. Like mm-hmm. by Kentucky Lake and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, Barkley, yeah. Barkley. Is, yeah, just Brad My grandparents right off had of... a place on Kentucky Lake when I was a kid. So, oh, yeah? Yeah. That's a beautiful country. It is. It yeah. absolutely is. And, you it's know, boring. it's probably why I live in the country now. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So well, I, see, yeah, I'm the... I live in the sticks in Indiana, so. Oh, okay. Well, I'm saying I'm the country mouse that wanted to move to the city. Nothing wrong with that. I know, right? I yeah. lived down here for in the concrete jungle for a, a while, and yeah, it's kind of rough sometimes, you know. It's, right, especially when you live downtown. I lived downtown. Oh man, in a, in a high rise, and oh my gosh, yeah. nowhere to park. Yeah, a big pain in the ass, especially around this time of year <laughs> because you, all the streets are blocked off for multiple days. Right. But it was before all the bridge toll garbage, too. So Yeah. <laughs> so at least I didn't have to worry about none of that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So that's always that's always fun. So Yeah, I don't know if I want to be in the thick of it that hard. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't like even the... know if I would, you know, and it's a beautiful town. Be- like Old Louisville's beautiful. Germantown's beautiful. I don't oh, know yeah. if I could. I don't, well, I know I couldn't live down in the Highlands either. So. <laughs> couldn't afford to live in the Highlands. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff. I live, I work in a service industry, so I get to see a lot of for sale houses and uh-huh. stuff. And Germantown's houses, they're getting expensive. Yeah. Those little shotgun houses, some of them are like $150,000 houses. It's like, what? Well, they gentrified that area, from what I understand, a few years ago. And- yeah, but there's still parts of it that aren't that great. Right. You know, you get, like, as you're coming back towards Broadway. That, right. That's pretty tough, so. Yeah. You, yeah. you you have to uh, you have to walk with an exposed knife to get through some <laughs> of them, you know, and then that's you know then you're then you're underdressed for the occasion, right? <laughs> I just want to be where I can get to something without having to drive an hour. That was my whole idea about moving up here. We're we're about ten minutes out of downtown, which ah. is perfect, you know. 
and and it's not a bad neighborhood. So, you know, see, you you probably have the same sentiment like what I have is when I grew up. You know, I lived in the country, and that was the whole thing. It didn't driving somewhere to me. It didn't bother me uh, because I ended up having to drive thirty or forty minutes to get to town. Right. So when I was in town, you know, living in town, you know. People are like, what's well, all the way over here? It's yeah. like you're you're downtown and they're talking about like you know, like Gardner Lane or something. You know, so it's like twenty minutes, right? And you're just like, dude, that's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, you get used I went to through it. that, and it's an interesting thing when you're when you first move and you're just like, wow, this is like, man, we can be there in a couple minutes, and you know, fifteen minutes later, it's like you're there, right? And the concept of time. You know, yeah, that's what it's interesting to me. So, but anyways, yeah, let's get into sidetrack again. So, <laughs> talking about stuff that don't make no sense. Yeah, ain't gonna make any sense. Yeah. Hi, Jason. Thank you for listening. Did you ever find your bass player Carl yet? <laughs> it's an ongoing joke. Uh, their ba- poetry of the dead. Uh, Jason William Allen. Their, their bass player is missing. They haven't seen seen him at practice in a month. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's hard. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to have a bass player. You right. got to have the low end there, and he's just not showing up. <laughs> oh, that's no fun. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. If you get onto their Facebook page, they they've got like hundred like within the last few days, there's like hundreds of memes. Of like just everything is like, have you seen Carl yet? Is where's Carl at? Has anybody seen Carl? Yeah, it's like Game of Thrones. You know, has anybody seen Carl? Is he out? You know, whatever (laughs) in game stuff and right. Quit spoiling the movie. I know he's he. That was one of the things is Thanos is and he made Carl vanish. (laughs) Right thing. Uh, So it's fun stuff. It's all in good good humor and everything. He's he's just a busy dude. So it happens. Well, yeah, we all go through that. Yeah, it makes a- it at tough. some point, it makes it tough. Sometimes it's frustrating, you know. So you, you and I kind of talked about like you, you know, you have you've been playing some shows with Push Start. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're they're uh, a fun band to play with. I, oh, I love yeah. those, love those guys and girl. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they're great. Uh, they got so much better when Brandy joined. I know, right? That's it's a huge jump forward. I mean, Shane needs to stick to playing guitar. Right, <laughs> I can't get Shane to talk to the crowd. <laughs> I know, I, you know. And one night, one night we were playing. I with will him. send you a link to him on this show. Going, yeah, going. They got nothing. <laughs> it's like, hey, Shane, what are you doing this weekend? Mm, nothing. <laughs> yeah, uh, so soft spoken. Yeah, it's like, you know, you're not playing a show. No, <laughs> he was. He was asking me one time. He was like. He said something about how do you talk to the crowd or whatever, and I said bourbon, you know, <laughs> and 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 so like we were playing with him that night, and I said, dude, seriously, you, you take a you take a couple shots, just enough, you know, just to not care at all, and, and and but still be able to do your thing. And I said, man, you do a shot with me. He goes, I I don't know, you know, and I was, so I'm like, so I, so I bought two shots, and and I got him to do a shot. And uh, then they went on, and I noticed he was much more like energetic, and you know, <laughs> he was like he was really putting out. He still didn't talk, but you know, I mean, he was, <laughs> you know, he was wilder on stage. So you should have you should have seen him when he was in a metal band. 
Yeah. Yeah, he used to do guitar flips and everything. Oh, like wow. The, the whip around his neck and catch oh, yeah? it and stuff. And, oh, I got to see that. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if he'll do it in push start or not. We'll see. We it's get enough like, bourbon in him, he might. Right. Which, if you've had him drink bourbon, you've... You've done more than I could, and I've known him, that man a long time. And I can't, he, I can't get any of them to party with us, you know. Every time, because I mean, you know, that's our thing, you know. Uh, we, you know, we have we have several drinks. As a matter of fact, uh, what we will be known for is not our music, but your consumption. No, <laughs> we don't. We don't want people to know everything. But um, Brad makes his own signature drink, a Bradley Smith. Now I can't give away what's in a Bradley Smith. Um, because, you know, somebody run off with it and, you know, but, but, um, but if you see us play somewhere, you should ask for a sip of a Bradley Smith because it's, it's remarkable. It's bourbon and, and he's going to be the next Tom Collins, you know, honestly, they're great. Is he, is he chiming in? No, somebody else is. Somebody <laughs> just joined the chat on, on the Facebook live feed says, I'm just here to help find Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's great! Thank you, Molly. Thank you for showing up to help find Carl. And Jason's got uh, got it on Unsolved Mysteries. Oh uh, really? Yeah, I played the spot for it earlier. Oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'll definitely have to try a Bradley Smith yeah, you drink. Will. They're good when, when I come to the Careless Lounge. Yeah, totally. We'll make you a Bradley Smith. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I better I. I wonder how much it is to Uber back to Indiana from here. <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to need to. They're dangerous, you know, because they're smooth and delicious. And then next thing you know, pow, you know. Is that why it's named after him? Well, is he smooth and then like pow? Yeah, actually. Good, good job, Mark. I'm, See, I'm, 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 none of us always like, thinking. You are. Y'all need to trademark that. Yeah. yeah. Trademarks are like five grand, but. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you you want to manage us? <laughs> uh, n- I don't going have to that kind of money. <laughs> oh, well, not yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me get a few clients, and yeah. and we'll uh, we'll work that out. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, let's uh, well let's play some god awfuls right now. Yeah, actually, maybe I. It's eight twenty three. I can I can play this one first. Uh, this is Greaseball by God Awfuls here on one hundred point nine FM WCHQ.
All right, that's Greaseball by the God Awfuls, and I have Stitch from the God Awfuls in here. And to answer your question, Molly, I don't think he is a cop, but he is a pretty attractive guy. Yeah, I, can see I am him. not a cop. <laughs> that's what they all say. In no way, shape, or form <laughs> could I could I be a cop. Wow, so uh, a Brad Smith, Bradley Smith, is that what you said? Bradley Smith. The drink. I'm going to have to order that when I go to the the Careless Lounge. I'll have to sit with Shane and sit bourbon with him or shoot bourbon with him. Um, Pour it in his drink without him looking. Yeah. (laughs) He'd be like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. (laughs) He'd get louder and louder. It'd be great. Now, I understand Brandy will drink with us. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever been around Brandy that's drinking. What, that's either, what Vanover so. said. I said something last time. We were, I was like, let's go back to the house and have some drinks. And she was like, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, things they had to do, though. <laughs> when uh, they were supposed to do the... They did a live performance out of their practice space that I came to to watch a while back. So, And we recorded it for the show. So... When Vanover and Shane came in, they were like, yeah, they're playing karate tonight. They can't come. (laughs) (laughs) And and I asked Shane again, well, what do you think about them? That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) He gets really quiet. And and as soon as the light goes off for the mic, he's like, but anyways, man, yeah, what I was saying about this was, (laughs) it's like, oh, thanks, pal. Yeah. (laughs) Love you, Shane. Shane's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some of his old stuff in here uh, from like uh, Exhaustion Method and stuff, and we're gonna I want to be playing like I'm gonna do like the best of Shane Ellis show or something. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, when he's like when he's a metal guitar player and he's like, <laughs> actually, you know, we're gonna be playing some of him some of his stuff here in just a few minutes. So actually, I think I'm gonna go ahead and do that now, and then we can come back. You can do some shout outs before the uh before the end of the show here because I'm gonna plug the uh the upcoming metal Forge live showcase with it's gonna be push start white Knight and atomic thrill ride Saturday May eleventh at the mag bar it is five dollars, and y'all should come out and support the metal Forge and these awesome bands playing the show <laughs> there's so many. Uh, go to the Poetry of the Dead official Facebook page and please help us find Carl. <laughs> they, they are really upset over this this guy just like saying, hey, he didn't even say anything for me. He's just, just not showing up. Yeah. And it's like he, he vanished or something. So anyways, let's hear from these three. Push start White Knight and Atomic Thrill Ride here on 100.9 FM WCHQ Metal Forge, hour number two. Stitch with the God Awfuls in here talking, doing some cool stuff. Let's hear it.
All right, that's Atomic Thrill Ride with Wings of Madness. Before that, White Knight with Across the Earth and Push Start with SPMF. And I'm in here in the studio with Stitch from The God Awfuls. And I just came across a pretty upsetting story. And I got I to gotta do the mention of it here on the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Peter Mayhew has passed away at 74 today. You recognize Chewbacca here? That's pretty upsetting. So that was our little tin wookie salute. Oh, that's terrible. So, anyways, yeah, way to bring it down, Mark. Jeez, he, this, well, this, Chewbacca died. I, I know. Mean, I mean, it's that's heavy. you know, and right before May the Fourth be with him. I know, right? Yeah. So, all right, so. Again, that was White Knight with uh, Across the Earth, Atomic Thrill Ride, blah, blah, blah. That kind of got me got me there for a second. Because, you know, it's like a, a thing of everybody's childhood. Well, most of our childhoods. I anyways. grew up on Star Wars. Everybody, yeah, everybody yeah. does. I don't know about the kids today. They grew up on, like, the prequels. <laughs> Mine got force-fed the old movies, you know. <laughs> you watch them five, six, and seven. I made them. Four, five, and six. I made them watch all of them before the new ones came out. I was like, I'm not taking you. Right. If you don't watch the originals, you know. So do you So do you have any Star Wars songs that you've written? No. No? No, too personal. Nah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That would be, that would take too long. <laughs> that, would, that would be an epic story. Yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not the cure, you know what I mean? Songs don't really have that kind of. You know, <laughs> emotion to them, you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am messing around with the Facebook Live feed again because I keep forgetting to turn it on as I'm, uh, excuse me, as I'm talking here. <laughs> so I hope they found Carl by the end of this broadcast. <laughs> Just people... People talking about him on there and everything, and and if you you know you, you people who are on the Facebook Live feed that have commented asking about to play poetry the dead songs, I did play blame early in the show tonight because we played the unsolved mysteries looking for Carl theme. Um, so yeah, sorry if you missed it. You can always go back after the show and listen for sure. Uh, and you know if you don't get to listen to the show the rest of the way tonight, there will be a SoundCloud link tomorrow, so I'll send you that as well. Yeah. So. Um, so do you have any shout outs you want to do before, before we call it a night and, uh, play some stuff for everybody? shout outs? Yeah. You want to say hi, bye, kiss my, can I say that? You can't say it like <laughs> that, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess we could, we could do it like a, like the old school days, like the top 10 countdown or whatever, like smash or trash. Oh yeah. <laughs> we could get into that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I need mean, that, we, I need that old sound effect from like smash or trash. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you need more sound effects. I do. You know? I mean, like, right now, you know, I, uh I I really don't have many. I mean, I do have one cool one that I like and it's yeah. uh Well, let me tell you something, brother. Oh yeah. Yeah, you yeah, got to go wrong with wrestling. Sound no, effects. it's That's pretty awesome. much all what they are. That or else, you know, I've got like Belushi speedball screaming and into the mic being like, "You're listening to what I'm putting on." And they, yeah, it's amazing how Vinny talks. I and know, then, and then he and then so, when he gets on stage, right? You know? It's like 
it's too. I can't explain it. He's like so well spoken. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like yeah, blah, blah, like yeah. almost like Shane. Like be like, hey man, how are you doing today? Are you feeling it? You know, and he's like screaming. I'm like, whoa. You know, I met Lux Interior from the Cramps, and you wouldn't believe how soft spoken he is. You really? Know? Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. It was like just two completely different people. Is do you hear that? Is that do, are you hearing that in your headphones too? Is it like a ring? No, it was like something from outside. <clears throat> I, you know, this place is haunted. So it's is probably, it? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what I've been told. Yeah. Wait a minute. Live video interrupted. What? That's weird. See, I told you. It, it showed it on my Facebook feed here. Did it? Yeah. It's all crazy that's stuff. So weird. So, anyways, shout you mentioned out. it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, well, uh, we, uh, yeah, Dennis Bryant of uh, Tommy Dastardly and the Notorious Dropouts is the one that uh, recorded that album and uh, yes. mixed it, and did and you know uh, and and did an amazing job. Gorgeous you know? Dennis Dropout. Gorgeous Dennis. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a he's a good dude, and he did a great job. And uh, P- parental advisory, explicit content. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We went ahead and put that on there. We just beat the Washington wives to it. Yes, exactly. Not that that's been a thing for 30 years, but yeah. I'm just going to show a little bit of the picture here. Please. Yeah. Um, Which so one? The the trape picture. <laughs> so if you're on the Facebook. Oh, yeah. Skin Jim. That's our boy. Yeah. So if any, anybody's on the Facebook live feed, you can see this. This is why you need to buy this album right here. Yeah. Oh, you had to cover up the bottom. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Just because we managed I want to the... edit that out because there's because you know the original picture that I have it's it's one of those where you're not sure what you're looking at. You know, is it the beans or the frank? Uh, you know what I mean? Can I say that on the radio? You just did. <laughs> you just did. Am I going to split like a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine with you? <laughs> not me. It's not a split. That's oh. <laughs> I'm yeah. Stitch isn't in the system, man. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, some weird guy uh, joined the joined the live feed right now. I think. It's nope. You. Nope. <laughs> it's not my real name. No, no, not at all. Not at no, all. No, no. Yeah, no. Skin Jim. Skin Jim was uh, uh, one of our original bass players. And, uh, you know, once a god awful, always a god awful. So, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I wish I could share that same sentiment of band members that I've had, but nope, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> you know, ebb and flow, man. You know, exactly. And, you know, that's it's about growth. It is, you know, yeah. wherever that growth may be, if it's on the side of your neck or, <laughs> or, you know, even as a person, you know, right. it's all about personal growth. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so you say hi to the wife and kids. Hi oh, wife, I'm not kids. married, but or, yeah. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I've only, I only, I only did that once, man. You know, <laughs> made that mistake one time. That's right. Too many. Yeah. I've already paid for it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> So, <clears throat> nice. but no, man, I appreciate you having me on here. This has been, it's been this fun. Been it's yeah. been, it's been really fun. And I actually, you know, I hope to have the band in totally. Yeah. Uh, soon. Yeah. And we're about it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, even if we have to by hook, by crook on a boat, on a train, right. Uh, on a slow boat to China, I'm going to have to practice it without, without, uh, profanity. But yeah. That's going to be tough. That's going to be real hard. You know, maybe, maybe we can get, Maybe if it comes down to it, if Shane's still watching, maybe we can get some people up to there and 
we can record it if that's the case. Yeah. On a weekend or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see? that way you can bleep it out before you play it. Yeah. See, we got these that's things. That's the idea? Well, if that Future or... is now, man. <laughs> you know, I Technology. Had... Technology is here. The future is now. Yeah, dude. And pretty soon it's going to be the Terminator. That's yeah, right. <laughs> I think that's what we're hoping for. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't trust it at all. I think it's going to be more like Maximum Overdrive, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know the one scene we were talking about that earlier. You said you were watching it with your son. Yeah, and it's like the one scene that gets me for that is the electric knife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so oh. creepy. It is. And when I was a kid, like. We had friends that uh, ran a video store, like a VHS video store, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, that was, you know, they would give a, if you asked, they were, you know, mom and pop videos, video shop, right? Yeah. You know, we, you know, if you asked, they would give you the posters. Yeah. The promo posters. And I had that promo poster. Like, oh, wow. I wanted it. Like, yeah. as a kid, I wanted it. But once it was put up over my bed, when I was like, eight or nine years old, uh-huh. I was terrified of it. I wouldn't sleep in my bed. <laughs> so, you know, because yeah. to me, you know, it, it, it reminds me of the Green Goblin. Yeah, totally. You know, yeah, it's like, what that is on the front yeah. of that semi-truck. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like Green Goblin was always jerked Spider-Man. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so it kind of makes him cool because, you know, it's Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. I know. I do, too. I'm yeah. Still reading the new the new series. So Are you? Yeah. It, it's pretty good. I'm a few issues behind, but they, <laughs> yeah. For anybody who's a comic nerd out there, definitely check it out because Craven the Hunter is back. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty good. So anyways, let's check out some more stuff. This is going to be the band coming in next week, and they are called Viking. Uh and then I'm also going to have some of the Vava Vixens coming in that night as well, talking about their tribute to Prince. It's called Revolution. And that's going to be June 6th, 7th, and 8th Yeah, of next month. Yeah, it's actually going to be pretty cool. Tribute um, to Prince? Yeah, they, they like get together and they like their re-recording songs and singing songs and doing like they're like a burlesque thing okay yeah you so. had me at prince you sold yeah, me at I burlesque mean, yeah i mean <laughs> check is in the mail man yeah dude so anyways let's listen to viking this is undead rising and before we leave tonight i'm also going to play beast by julius and they were coming in on the midnight oil with zach becker so here we go stitch you've been awesome thank you for coming in thank you man i've enjoyed this i can't wait for you guys to come in and actually play the play live so people can see it you know with a light show yeah (laughs) and you know yeah it'll be an interesting interesting dynamic Mm -hmm. to have a punk band come in and play in headphones yeah, <laughs> that's going to be interesting for us. Absolutely. So it's all a big learning experience. We're all so about again, it. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's been the Metal Forge. You all have been awesome. Thank you for uh, tuning in and listening. Thanks for helping try and find Carl with us. Yeah. Uh, again, this is Stitch from uh, the God Awfuls. Mark Jackson from the Metal Forge. Uh, Viking coming up next with Undead Rising and then Beast by Julius. Thank you all. Stick around for the Midnight Oil coming in from 10 to midnight tonight with Zach Becker.
You're listening to WCHQLP, Louisville, Kentucky, 100.9 FM. All local, all community, all the time.